I'm back, bitches. Miserable and reckless. I'm Logan back in the uh, on the host chair. And they tried to kick me out after last week. I was on my bye week, but nevertheless, I persisted and I am here ready to rock and roll. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, Stitcher. We are there. Miserable-reckless.com is the website. We have blog content. We have t-shirts, apps, koozies, what have you. Check it all out. All right. Be sure to go follow us on the social media, Twitter, Facebook. You you know the drill by now. And then up to one minute voicemail is available on the Spotify description. Click the link and you know tell us what you like, what you don't like. Or if you just want to tell us something nasty, we might play that on the air. Hit it there. All right. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Morgan, kick it off. All right. Good, bad, and the ugly. Well, good. Well, Brody, as we talked about last week, got his big boy bed all put together. And he's been sleeping in it ever since. And everything's been going great. He hasn't fallen out of it isn't afraid of it like some kids i hear tend to sometimes be getting a big bed like that he also isn't running around and jumping on the mattress which is great he <laughs> gets in and puts his little ass to bed um and when he wants mommy to snuggle him she can climb to the bed instead of curling up in his little tiny crib like day bed that he had for the last year and a half so everybody's happy with that uh keeping it with him on my bad his uh his non-listening skills have uh not improved i guess is the right way to go gotten worse um whatever you would call it so he doesn't like to listen uh you're talking to him and you can just see his eyes go Ooh, look a squirrel so <laughs> yeah <laughs> continue to work with him on that and hope and pray that the uh Fun letters of ADHD are not involved here, but it's both sides of our family is probably heading that direction. So, um, and then ugly, uh, Halloween is upon us, and uh, mom and dad both shit the bed on getting costumes, and now we're going to scramble and find something that's still available or in stock at the damn store for uh going trunk or treating as they call it around the parking lot so um winning on all levels here (laughs) (laughs) all right uh good bad and the ugly ryan sure uh where is you don't have to give too many details what how does how does trunk or treating work because i was asking earlier trunk or treating is when a bunch of cars park in a parking lot and they open the trunk of their car hence trunk or treating and people walk around to the trunk and a lot of people decorate their car and or trunk up you know um spooky and halloweeny and all that good shit and uh yeah that's pretty much it you just walk around doesn't that send the wrong message to the kids trust (laughs) people to get candy out of the back of their car (laughs) it does they think they're being safe by not going to people's houses. Oh, but I go to their car. <laughs> it's a very southern church I mean, what, what, kind of I mean, thing to do. Models put in front of the TV and learn more Hillary talk. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a village. Yeah. That's what I'm told. <laughs> that's, we don't do po- politics here, but that's my one politics shot. So. <laughs> 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 all right the reason why i asked because 
Logan, you hit it right on the head. The reason why I asked is because I, I saw it at a church. Or, well, I was going to church, and they were talking about it. So I was like, what, what is that? Anyways, uh, we, we digress, as usual. Um, <laughs> my, my good. It's very simple. Um, I got a chance to go to the Navy tailgate last week with my parents and then go to the game. Um, my parents sit all the time with friends at the stadium. Uh, and if we go, we sit on the hill. Um, and, uh, when you sit in the stands, you get to view the field from 50 to, or, uh, you know, from 20 to 20, right. So you can see the plays going back and forth, much better way to watch the game. If you sit on the hill. Um, I like it because I like to see all the kids. T- tickets are cheaper and you can kind of first come, first serve and you sit in the grass. But um, you are looking at it from a player's perspective. Uh, so that was the first thing. We hardly ever, we've never actually sat up there with my parents. So that was unique and different. The second thing is I've never actually sat with my parents for a full uh, Navy game. Um, I was, again, I was able to go because their friends uh, gave us the tickets. So I very much appreciate that. Um, and uh, and and they've been very good friends to my parents, so very uh, relatively familiar with them. Appreciate that. The tailgate itself is crazy. I've talked a little bit about it in the past. There's a they serve all the midshipmen. It's not just my parents, but there's a whole group that works with them. So it's really cool to see. It's really cool to see it in action. And quite frankly, um, uh, not that there's anything you know morbid going on, but at the same time, the the, the more experiences I can have with my parents as they get older, the the more unique. And, and special they are and that's something that's really meaningful to them that they've contributed a lot of time and effort to so i thought that, that was a cool experience after the game though we did go out for tacos because i always feel bad eating off of the midshipman's tailgate because i was not in the military nor did i go to the naval academy so i always feel really really bad um on the flip side the food is probably a little too rich for some of my medical uh, conditions anyway so i probably shouldn't be eating that food off the tailgate so we went to a different place, and here's all I'm going to say. If you know anything about me or if you know me in person, I was sitting and I was staring out the window at one of the bars that we like downtown. Got a great bartender, and they had the uh, Tennessee – no, they had the LSU Ole Miss game on, which I didn't have to ask for. It was on when we walked in, which is all you need to know about this place. And I looked out the window, and there was a guy, and he's driving up the road, Main Street. He's, there's a woman that's standing outside across the street at the sushi joint, and she's outside in the street with a bag. This guy rolled up and she gave him NASCAR pit stop service. She handed him the bag. He takes it through the open window, hardly even hits the brakes, sets it down on the passenger seat and keeps on moving. Now, if there's anything you know about downtown Annapolis on Saturday, that my friends is the pinnacle of efficiency. I was, I had goosebumps. I was so jazzed up about how efficient that was. So I thought that was awesome. I thought that was definitely worthy of mention. Um, The bad, so this is something I just picked up last night, and this is also very on brand for me. Uh, have you guys seen the Capital One commercial where they say, you know, like so easy to make a decision that like you'd pick Charles Barkley first or so? Yeah. Easy. Have you seen the one with Slash where Slash is yes. like could be in the band and they're like, you're in. And he's like, cool. <laughs> so uh, Slash would be in anyone's band, right? Apparently not good enough for Poison. I learned this last night because I was watching Behind the Music Poison, because that's what I do with my free time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apparently, Poison auditioned Slash, and they decided to take C.C. DeVille instead. And if anyone knows anything about Poison, they know that Brett Michaels and C.C. DeVille did not exactly get along, but sometimes the antagonistic nature is what created that band. Uh, C.C. DeVille, thank goodness, is still with us, because he tried his best to not be. 
But uh, I just thought it was interesting that Slash wasn't good enough for Poison. So that's, that's my bad. And then very simply, my ugly, we had a Heisman Herbert sighting. It was on Monday Night Football. I was watching my Patriots, which are not Southern, play the Bears, which we've mentioned, greatest summer town is Chicago. And Heisman Herbert, quite, quite frankly, gashed the Patriots on Monday Night Football. So he may not have won the Heisman, but he sure did win on Monday night. So I just thought I'd <laughs> You're right, Morgan. <laughs> Every time he carried the ball, I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dustin, good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, I'm going good, ugly, and great. Good. Uh, Duke went down and handed it to Miami last week. That was fun. Um, you ain't back, I guess, is the official narrative. Once Duke beat you, then everybody jumps on that bandwagon. In the final 28 minutes, Duke outscored them 28 to nothing and outgained them 187 to 65 and caused four turnovers. Total in the game, Miami had eight turnovers, which is just insane. Um, some of that is, yeah, Duke's defense has gotten better, but that isn't all of them. That's just Miami being awful. And I know a thing or two about turnovers if you listen to this podcast. Oof, I don't even think we did that in our pinnacle turnover mania. So that's bad. I don't know what's going on at the U, but they're they're in trouble. Um, but it was good for me. Big time win, five and three, one game away from bowl game and got the week off and head up to Boston College, which is a very winnable game. Oh yeah. A couple of weeks. Um Ugly, the Georgia Tech quarterback. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this, but after, apparently he like instead of trying to do like a last minute heave to win the game, he just basically ran out of bounds and took the loss. And they asked him about it after the game, and he just was basically his response was like, eh, "I don't really care." Like. Yeah. I just figured it was better just to take the loss and move on. <laughs> I'm that is not his exact quote. I did not write it down. I'm sorry. I should have, but essentially that's what he was saying. And I was oh, like, wow. Oh, like, you, yeah. I was like, you really wouldn't. Oh, you really would. I, that's just awful. So it also makes me feel even worse that, Played so daggone awful against them and lost the game. Uh, that that their attitude was is that. So anyway, that's really ugly to be the point that you just don't care and you give up. Um, and they're like, yeah, let's just go home, guys. My great is uh, we often bring up Mike Leach and his wonderful rants on this uh, podcast. He had another good one last week after the Alabama spanking him and his team got he really kind of like went on he went after his receivers for have essentially having bad hands and dinosaur arms <laughs> you, you really should go check it out he basically starts out talking about how his family had a uh what do you call it um like <laughs> Like in Christmas Vacation or like in National Lampoons, one of those like station wagons. But it was like the fake station wagon. And then he talks about how like he used to go to this gas station where they would give him like dinosaurs. And uh, if they filled up with gas there. 
And then he like goes on this you know rabbit hole about how the kids would demand to go to that gas station. And then he went on to talk about how like his team were out there and then he started doing the dinosaur arms like like a Tyrannosaurus Rex or whatever. And he's and then he started talking about evolution and how like if you don't use your hands, then you're gonna lose them. He's worried that if this continues, his players won't have hands to use anymore. And he just kind of went down this like ridiculous rant. Um it was really good. And you should check it out. Mike Leach is just the gift that keeps giving. I, I don't know where he comes out with these things, but he's he's an interesting man. His interviews, man, it makes me think of like the one, the one thing, funny thing that John Christ said where he was a comedian, where he was trying to be a football coach, and they asked him, you know, why, well, what's wrong with your football team? And he's went on a whole rant about, you know, not having any good players at all. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so check out the Mike Leach. You just put in like Mike Leach dinosaur arms, and I'm sure you'll find it. It's been making the rounds, so. Duke won. Georgia Tech's quarterback doesn't give a shit. And Mike Leach is still the man when it comes to interviews. Or, Dustin, wait until this podcast gets put out on the internet. And then you can find this as content on any of the other guaranteed, any of the other <laughs> things that you watch. I bet they will then immediately pick it up and start talking about it. Tomorrow, or, you know, Friday when everyone's talking about it, we'll know why. all right so that leaves me uh let's start with the good um last week like i said i was on my bye week here on the podcast because co wetzel was in town uh first time i've seen him since before the pandemic because i got i caught covid at the co-concert march 7th 2020 then the state went on lockdown a week after that and uh i lost two years of my life because of these lockdowns in my mid-20s tell me how fun that was america but uh, so fast forward to now, got to see Co 6,000 strong at Red Hat. Really, really fun show. But selfishly, as Dustin and I have always said, it's we we like to see, you know, the artist having success, but nothing will ever beat the 2019 show in Virginia Beach when there was 800 people at a small venue, no lines for the bar, no lines for the bathroom. And then you fast forward to now, there are 6,000 people. I'm one of the oldest people in the crowd, and you have to wait forever to take a piss. And they ran out of beer halfway through a set. Tell me how that is better than the Virginia Beach show back in 2019. I don't know. Still a fun show, but nothing will ever beat. We'll always have Virginia Beach is what me and my friends were kept saying. <laughs> but uh, second good is, you know, this week, uh, short work week for me, because tomorrow is a Thursday night game at Carter Finley and C. Stanford's Virginia Tech. We'll get into that later, but get to cut out of work early. Then I'm off Friday and, you know, Turnpike was on hiatus for you. The Turnpike Troubadours are back. And me, Dustin, and Jenny are going to see them Friday night in Raleigh, North Carolina. First time seeing them since the Ritz in 2018 in Raleigh. So it's been a while since seeing them as well. So I'm really looking forward to that show. Uh, So that's another good. Uh, The bad is NC State landed a four-star small forward in basketball. Many of you may be wondering, why is that bad? Well, I'll tell you why it's bad. Kevin Keats has landed many a five-star and four-star recruits over the last few years, and not a single one has ever showed up to campus because they've either been old enough for the draft or they've decommitted at the last minute. So you know what? I'm not (laughs) too confident that Dennis, whatever his name is, is actually going to be playing in Raleigh. 
<laughs> We've got at least another year or two of this AAU disorganized, dysfunctional, fucking whatever it is of basketball that we're going to watch on at, at PNC Arena. And I'm not too confident this kid's even going to show up because he's a 2023 recruit. But, you know, as Ryan said earlier in the show, I digress. So that's my good, good, and bad for this week. Just, just give him some money. Isn't that what y'all did uh, under... Uh, the one time we did that, we got called. Godfrey. FBI wiretap. Yeah, Godfrey <laughs> just used to pay him. It was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is it's on to NC State baseball. Pack nine. Go back. <laughs> Pack nine. That's right. Hey, we're... I think we. they said that we're, we have the top class recruiting class in the ACC this year. So there's some positive news out of Wolfpack Athletics. But then the season Don't find a way to screw yeah. that up. Pretty much. Yeah, if we don't have bad luck, we have no luck. Just hope you don't come across Vandy. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Anyways, let's move into the college football pick em. Morgan, take it away. All right, well, let's start off with the records. Ryan is winning 25 and 19. Logan is hot on his ass at 24 and 20. And you got me and Dustin in the back tied at 19 and 25. Oregon won last week after the coin toss. Logan went against the coin flip and lost. Three of us took K-State, as usual, never bet on a team from the Midwest. DCU, the Horn Frogs, baby. Let's go. DCU. Uh, whatever. Um, let's just take a quick look at the uh, the rankings. We'll just keep it in the top eight because anything outside the top ten just doesn't really matter. I mean, really, it doesn't. Um, George is at one, obviously. Ohio State at two. Tennessee and their awesome quarterback they recruited out of high school and came and played on campus all four years so far. And and, and Hooker never played anywhere else ever. Michigan never committed anywhere else ever. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. Never had a coach fucking fumble the football and kick his ass out the door because he wanted to have some dumbass play instead of him. Um, Coach Khaki, who will probably not be inside the top five much longer. And Clemson at five. Bama at six, which is always weird to see Bama hanging outside the top four. But as we know, it's ESPN. It's NCAA. One way or another, Bama will be in the top four at the end of this season. It'll happen. We all know it. (laughs) Whether they earn it or not, they'll be there. Because three lost Bama. (laughs) Who the hell wants to watch Tennessee play? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Over on, a, a, you know, one loss, Tennessee. Because <laughs> who wants to watch, you know, Tennessee play Michigan? Nobody. True. All right. TCU in their purple panties at number seven and Oregon at eight. That's all you really need to know. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I guess we got. I mean, I guess we got. I have Oklahoma one thing State and it's not who you think I'm going to uh, talk about. I have one. Uh, we're not talking Carolina. No, I won't break. It's with number 10. It's with number 10. Mike, How can you have two oh. teams ranked at number 10? Make up oh, your really? mind. Make up your <laughs> mind, AP voters. Make up your mind. I say, I will make it up for them right now. ACC, Wake Forest. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Boom. And then uh, other than that, you know, we could go up to 19, but anything after 20 is just bullshit teams. So teams that just <laughs> don't deserve to be there. So anyway. Yeah. They also drop teams when they're on a bye week. Yeah, but, you know, the AP, they've been – it doesn't matter if you win. Well, they still drop you. You don't play. They still drop you, so fuck them. Logan, you and I are in the same clubhouse. They don't like us, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. 
Logan. Thank All right. You. Speaking speaking of you and I, Logan, let's get to the very first game. Morgan, we're going to release the Morgan and Logan rankings next week and tell everybody else <laughs> they can kiss our ass. Yeah. There's only exactly. two teams in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, and here's the, I bet you're going to be shocked on this one. It's Tech and NC State. Yeah. One if you're not in engineering both, school, you don't qualify. <laughs> we're both tied at We're both tied at one. Fuck the rest of you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, speaking of our teams, we got my Hokies at Logan's NC State Wolfpack tomorrow night, Thursday night. Wolfpack's rolling out some hardcore, scary new uniforms um, to shock us. Uh, you know, you could. We don't need anything to shock us. We shock ourselves when we look in the mirror. So, Logan, <laughs> you're going to win this one hands down. Um, Brent Pry is still trying to figure out this team and figure out how to be a head coach and work with Fuente's horrible fucking recruiting class from the last four years. So I'm picking state because one state's the better team and two, it's at NC state. So Logan, you're the other one. Go for it. I think state wins, but 13 and a half point spread is fucking crazy. Let's call a spade a spade. We have not scored a touchdown in five and a half quarters, five and a half quarters without getting into the end zone. The only way that we, will cover a 13 and a half point spread is with a defensive touchdown or our field goal kicker kicks five field goals. That's the only way that that happens. And we shut them out. Not going to cover Logan, the spread, but we will win. Logan, I got news for you. My defense sucks, and especially my secondary. Um, you're going to have a fucking awesome day. Your, your freshman quarterback is going to look like the second coming of Jesus Christ. Well, so. They're still playing the FCS transfer at starter, and he can't throw. So, <laughs> one, once again, it's my defense, and you're gonna win. So, what, what's fr- uh, what's frustrating is the freshman is a was a big time recruit out of Georgia. He's a true freshman. He had offers from Alabama and other SEC programs, and we're still playing the FCS transfer from Charleston Southern. But you know, I'm you not know, a coach. Logan, I just Logan, speak about Logan. it on the internet. I'll wrap this up real quick. Logan, you and I can go back and forth from trying to will the other teams to win. It just is just a stop. <laughs> <laughs> you got the upper hand on winning this game. I don't. <laughs> Dustin, take it away. <laughs> wolf back. I mean, it's probably going to be ugly, but wolf back. Yeah. Ryan. Oh, sweet. I get the hammer. So I get to decide who actually wins the game because the three of you picked the same team. It's a bad, <laughs> it's a really bad offense for State and Virginia Tech for that matter versus a really bad defense for the Hokies. So I guess because the Hokies are bad on both sides and State's half bad um, with no kicker, um, I guess I'll pick State. I, I don't know who decided that this line is 13 and a half. Stupid. I whatever. Uh, can we just create like a really good team? Take Ryan a- Angle, take your offense and Logan's defense and create like a super team. <laughs> I mean with 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 du- with Dustin's head coach. <laughs> uh, that actually might be a really good team. <laughs> yeah. Call it the, the triangle terrors. <laughs> And you know what? We can use my stadium as as your home field. There we go. We'll we'll use your home field advantage. <laughs> we want Bama. <laughs> is that is that how the NC or the ACC future is? We'll just combine all the best components. Exactly. 
you you want to kick us out and I invite I park you. We're creating a super team. It's called the ACC super team. We're gonna oh, you guys up. <laughs> You'd be the Harlem Globetrotters of college basketball. <laughs> All right. This next That'd one be, is fun. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go no, that would be fun. That's all I'm saying. Uh, this this next game, I'll be I'll try to be quick with these. This next game is just looking at it over If you think about the last five or six years, just looks odd. Notre Dame, which is horrible and not ranked, at Syracuse, who is was undefeated until last week and almost took beat Clemson, yeah. but almost only counts in hand grenades and horseshoes. So <laughs> Syracuse is a good team. I, you know, they're going to beat Notre Dame because it's at home and Syracuse, you know, once they're a fair weather fan base. So once they start winning, everyone comes out of the fucking woodworks and starts saying they've been a Cuse fan for their whole entire life. Um, but with that said, Cuse is going to win. Notre Dame, they're still looking for their identity and they'll probably be looking for a new head coach after this year. Uh, sorry, Ryan, go ahead. Um, I will pick Syracuse because, as you already mentioned, it's at home, and that seems to matter this year. Um, Syracuse is a three-point favorite. The Irish aren't horrible at four and three. The Irish did beat North Carolina. <laughs> so, they're fucking But they're not what we expect. They're not top ten. And Syracuse is better, and it's at home. Aston. I mean, Hughes is still out, but for purposes of this game, I'm picking Hughes to beat the Irish. The Irish are awful this year. It's just odd that we say that, but. Yep. Weird world we're living just, in. It's, but you know what? Instead of being great the entire year and fucking it up at the end, they're just fucking it up at the entire beginning. <laughs> so. They are the kings of uh, preseason rankings and being overrated and then getting and blown out at the end of the year. So they do have an all world tight end and it's a shame that he's languishing on this shitty team because when he gets to the league, he's going to be a force. Michael Mayer. Oh, let me guess. Where should he, where should he transfer to Ryan? Oh, he's, I think he's a senior. (laughs) He's been there for, he's been there about as long as Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Oh, damn. Is he Kenny's cousin? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. The next one up. Lane train moved down a few spots from their original train station to, well, outside the top 10 for that matter. Um, at Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. Man, I think I think Jimbo Fisher's misery continues on this one. And um, maybe Texas A&M start thinking about that contract they gave him a couple years ago and just decide you just ain't worth it anymore. But I'm going lane train, and they're going to bounce back this week. Ryan. Um, so I'm being consistent this week with the home team advantage uh, so far. I picked Syracuse at the Dome. I picked NC State with the red lights. Um, but never been a believer in Kyle Field. I think the 12th man is more like the – I don't know. I don't have a funny joke there. I'm just not impressed by it. And uh, so oh, I don't know. man, more like half man. <laughs> See, I didn't have anything lined up like that. I just, I don't get it. I get that they're loud. I, I'm no, no shots taken. I just, I've never really been a huge believer in Texas A&M. Plus, I'm still bitter about them beating us at a bowl game. So, anyways, moving on, Ole Miss. 
Take all the shots you want. It's not like they can do anything about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, A&M's a mess. They just, uh, they just suspended, I think, four players for smoking weed in the locker room. Um, they, like, they, I've seen two or three stories. Like, the, the program is in disarray, right? Like, legit chaos is what's going on behind the scenes. For no other reason than that. But, I mean, obviously the on-field stuff has been awful, but that leading into a game like this, give me plane train all day. Oh, yeah. Logan, are you going to continue the trend here? Yeah, I'm going to – two picks, Q's in the last game, and Ole Miss against A&M. Don't believe in uh, that that cult like whatever you want to call it where they get into those um, overalls suspenders whatever they do the night before the game and they they start chanting things out at Kyle Field with their little pep rally super weird not into that uh, much prefer coaches who like to do coin flips to decide who starts the safety so Lane Train all the way. Rock paper scissors. Did I miss out on you on the Q's game, Logan? <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. I was picking Q's anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm tired. I'm sorry. No, you're straight. <laughs> I'm here, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I, I, what is this shit? Uh, Texas A&M and overalls and uh, overnight or some shit? What is, do they have like sleepovers or go something? Out at midnight. They go out at midnight the night before, I think. For the midnight yell. Yeah. It's very, it's very strange, very weird, and very cringy. Thanks to smartphones, we now have seen what they've been doing for God knows how long. They do judge barbecue there. You go to a barbecue will, judging yeah. class at Texas a You can't take that. <laughs> okay. Yes, okay. Very, very, very weird. Anyway, um, but everything in Texas is weird. Uh, Kentucky at Tennessee. Well. I think, like I said earlier, they got an amazing quarterback. Man, I, 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 know, I, I know I keep joking about it. So, anyway, uh, oh, they're they're ranked? Oh. Sorry. Dang. They're one no. of those rankings we don't care about. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're outside the top ten. Yeah, it doesn't count. So, <sighs> you know, eventually teams like Tennessee shit the bed because they have in the past. It's easy to keep picking them to win, much like, you know, your March Madness bracket. Like, ah, I'm just going to keep rolling with the high seed all the way through. But Kentucky does, you know, no. Let's keep rolling the train with with uh, Shivers, Cold Shivers, Hendon Hooker. And uh, he's going to just continue taking Tennessee on to their promised land where other people looking out their blinds and Wonder what could have been at their school. Um, not depressed here at all. Um, <laughs> anyway, go, go Vols. Uh, <laughs> Logan, so I don't miss you this time. <laughs> um, give me Triple H, Heisman, Hendon, Hooker, and the Tennessee Volunteers <laughs> to not only win, but to cover the spread against Will Levis and the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky's a basketball school. Tennessee is back. It feels like 98. Hendon Hooker all the way. Where They're going to run into Georgia next week. They're going to beat the Bulldogs. You heard it here. 
You heard it here first, a week early. They're beating the Bulldogs en route to an SEC championship. Feels like 98, Hendon Hooker, Tennessee. I hope for Antoine's. I hope for Antoine's never gets another fucking coaching job ever again. And I hope this comp says fucking resume for the rest of his. <laughs> Go ahead, Dustin. Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. I, I'll get on the Tennessee train this week just because I don't think Kentucky's going to be able to hang with them. No. No. Ryan. We're going to have a bunch of chalk on the board this week, boys. Pretty much. All right. chalk. So, Logan, you said they're going to cover the spread. That's 13, right? You think yep. they're going to win by more than 14? Yep. Yeah, I, I actually agree. Um, I It's interesting what you said, Morgan, very briefly about Tennessee and Kentucky. The problem is that what you said about Tennessee also qualifies for Kentucky. Kentucky's always that school that's on the up and coming, and they're always ranked because they play supposedly better competition in the SEC, which is arguable. No, but um, at the same time, like what? They play, play teams like Vandy, so that doesn't count. <laughs> so I'm I'm also going with the balls, especially because it's in Neyland. So again, yeah. if you're keeping track, I'm picking the home teams except for Kyle Field, which isn't a home field advantage. No. <laughs> 12th, 12th man, my ass. From the Blaine Stadium. Our shittiest team makes more noise than their great team. <laughs> um, anyway, I like as y'all say. Um, <laughs> and I guess we got to talk about this game. Oh. We don't have to. We can just pick it. <laughs> Pitt, unranked, and they're no longer 10-year starter picket at Carolina and their amazing defense. Um, Carolina's favorite. Okay. Well, I, I mean, it is at Keenan. They're hostile there, I guess, right? Hostile in the bathroom line. Um, <laughs> I'll take Carolina, man. I'll take Carolina. It's like Carolina. Pitt's horrible. Ryan, I should let you go first because it is your game. So I apologize. Go ahead. You're fine. I think I have to pick Carolina, and there's one very simple reason. Carolina has to win this game for their path to the Coastal uh, title to continue. I mean, period. Oh. Oh, is that right? If they lose, it's like they have no shot at all. It's not that they don't have a shot, but hit and land. It's real complicated, real quick. Uh, let's let's put it this way: if you win the games, you'll win the title, right? So we beat Miami, we beat Duke, we beat Tech. I mean, if you beat Pitt, it kind of locks it up. Hey, as I say, if you have more points at the end of the game, you'll win. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's why I'm picking them because that, that's, that's what they have to do. I mean, if you're going to be ranked and you're going to try and win stuff, then go win the games. It's at 8 p.m. It's at Keenan. Go get it done. I mean, at, I mean, 8 p.m. at Keenan is not a threat. but um, Well, there'll be enough time for the fratties to get to the uh, field by then. Oh, that's right. They will be drunk from their social hour earlier. Yeah, yeah true. So, that, that'll be good. They'll be good and rowdy. Actually, I, I'm actually not talking shit. They actually might have a full crowd rowdy and drunk. Uh, Dustin, go ahead, bud. They'll be chanting, "My daddy will sue." My daddy will sue. <laughs> no, no, that's UVA. That, that's, UVA. <laughs> that's both schools. Um, I fully expect to pick to take a step back. You can check the tape on the preseason. Uh, preview that we gave um earlier in the year but man i think they've taken a little bit bigger step back than even i anticipated 
give me Carolina just so that I can kind of keep up with the with the crowd here with the pick'em. No other reason than that. I hope Pitt wins. I'll be cheering for him. You know, Narduzzi loves to run the football. And if anyone knows anything about watching Carolina, we can't stop the run. So Narduzzi loves to run the football so much that he got rid of his offensive coordinator for allowing the Heisman, potential Heisman candidate quarterback throw the ball too much. That's how much he loves to run the ball. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that says about Pat Narduzzi, but you be the judge. And that's not an exaggeration. That's a true story. <laughs> Logan, Logan, are you going to jinx this or not? To jinx, paraphrase jinx, 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 George H.W. Bush, read my lips. <laughs> North Carolina football has it in the bag. <laughs> They've got it in the bag, folks. Carolina's going to cruise to a Coastal Division championship. They might, they'll play a close game with Clemson. They probably won't win, but they're going to cruise to a Coastal Division championship. Then, you know, while I'm making predictions, they're number one ranked in basketball. A little hint, hint for the basketball preview. Look, the last Bobby Knight, Indiana undefeated national champion might be in trouble. That's all I'm going to say, but Carolina football's got it in the back. Give me Carolina. So you're going to you're gonna bring in the 72 Dolphins and the 18 and 0 Patriots while you're at it? <laughs> Uh, oh, all right. Some other Southern notables. Unranked Florida versus Georgia. And also Wake at shit, I mean, Louisville. Um, no one really cares about this game. So anyway, <laughs> let's turn it over to Dustin for the next segment. All right. So it comes to my attention. We're not being miserable enough. So I'll kind of, I suggested to the guys that we get a little bit more miserable. So my, my thought was, I, I was fortunate enough to see this week, everybody kind of put together, um, or there was a, a, who is a team that you're disappointed in, you know, that has been a disappointment in college football issue. So think about teams that you expected to be good or you expect to be better, and then they've just been awful. We talked about a couple of them earlier. The U, Texas A&M, just give you a sense. So we got to talking, and we said, why don't we draft them? We'll pick three teams. We'll, we'll take those three teams. We'll compile the records over the next five weeks. Over the next five weeks, we'll see who loses the most games, and then that person will be the winner. Whoever loses most games is the winner because we like to be miserable. And then, what do we get? What, are, what what's going to be the prize, boys? Are we going to get wins on the pick'em? Like, I just I want to throw this out here to the to the group. A trip. We win a trip to the Buffman Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> versus Vandy. Versus Vandy. Versus Vandy. I will purposely <laughs> pick the winningest team, so I don't have to go. <laughs> 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 I would say that I, I would say that the that the three of us have to buy the winner of, of like their drinks or whatever the next time we all get together. But I I I think that we may have to drag that out too long. And also, that or <laughs> that or just everyone chips in and gets somebody whoever uh, give them money to buy their six pack of beer or some shit. Everyone Venmo's the guy money. I don't know. 
about beer. That works. It sounds like me. we're at an impasse here. TBD. I'll do, hey, either one. Tell you what, I'll let you guys sleep on it. All right. We can either we can either pick a we can pay for someone or maybe it's a choice. Tell you what, whoever's the biggest loser gets a choice between six extra wins on the pick'em or six pack of beer. How about that? Works for me. All right. There All we right. go. So that's I'm that's taking, what we're playing for. I'm taking the beer for the record. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're playing for. Rule. We've kind of got like a little bit of a list here that we can all see. Obviously, the, those of you in podcast land can't. But just for the record, you can't say, you know, I really thought Vandy was going to be in the college football playoff. I, I picked Vandy. <laughs> or you can't be like, you know, I really thought Jim Moore would have UConn humming by now. That's not how it works. You got to pick a team that had some level of like, we're going to be better. We're going it, to, it, whether they were preseason ranked or whether they were like, oh, we were awful last year, but we're going to be playing in a bowl game. And then it all just fell apart. You got to pick one of those three times. And then we'll total up the losses. Mm. And back by popular demand, we have to pick a draft order. We're going to use the will. Logan. All right. So. We're going to do process of elimination. First person off the board gets first pick, second person off, second pick, so on and so forth, till we have the draft order determined. The wheel is just, so the wheel will commence the draft order now. And the first pick in the most disappointing draft goes to... Goes to Morgan. Right here, goes to Morgan. I'd like to point out that the most disappointing draft immediately went to right in between the, the Wolfpack and the Targets. <laughs> the Wolfpack and the Hokies. Accurate. <laughs> so on this also, people in podcast land can't see. Um, the will is our teams. It's the Hokies, the Tar Heels, the Wolfpack. Tar Heels got a nice color going on their will right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now the second pick. The most disappointing college football team this season <laughs> goes to me and the NC State Wolfpack. There we go. Are y'all just going to pick yourselves? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. All right. And this will be the final spin of the wheel. And that key, I remind Duke the listeners the wheel Carolina. is just Duke versus Carolina. And again, the third angle. pick. That's a beautiful color on your Thar Hills. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got to keep my blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan with the third pick. Love the one random guy who yells. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, fellas. So we know the order. We know what we're doing here. If you step out and you try to get a Yukon like team, we're all just going to call you out on it. So have fun trying to do that if you want. Morgan? You want to take it away? Who are you picking as your first most disappointing team of the season? I could easily go my team, but you know, I, they're not disappointing. I knew they were going to be bad. So, um, remember the goal here is lose to lose games. Oh, Virginia Tech! Then I'll take my own team. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I, I, I guarantee it. 
this year. So. Oh man, uh, hey, I wasn't even really pushing you to pick your team. I was no, just I clarifying. I had a hard time kind of trying to pick one off off the list. I can't really think of anybody else, to be honest. Yeah. You really can't go wrong with most of these options. No, um, really actually. So we got Morgan with the Hokies to start the day. Logan? I'm going to throw it out to the Big 12 and take the Oklahoma Sooners because they Ooh. have Baylor and Oklahoma State left on their schedule, which looks like two losses to me, along with a feisty Texas Tech team a wishy-washy West Virginia team, and then who knows where we're going to get out of Iowa State. There's not a clear-cut win that you just are like, chalk it up. They've got it on their schedule left. Get Boomer sooner. Give me to uh, Oklahoma. Yikes. Wow. Interesting. It's not a conference we play around with too much. No. <laughs> All right, Angle. Third take. What you got? So, guess what? Um, my A number one pick off the board, having looked ahead at the schedules, is Baylor. Another Big 12. Here's why. They have Texas Tech, which I think, you know, leech. Then they have a ranked Kansas State team. They have Horns Down. Then they have Oklahoma. And then they have TCU. They could go 0-5. <laughs> yeah, they could. <laughs> it is quite possible. So, uh, Chip and Joanna, don't let me down. Come on, guys. Uh, let's go Baylor Bears. Suck it up. <laughs> All right. So that's over to me for my first pick. And I'm just quickly kind of trying to take a look here because I did not look at the schedules ahead of time. Thought about it. Didn't do it. Neither. I just Googled it. <laughs> um, the third pick. <laughs> so for me, just kind of looking over the schedule, I'm feeling. I want to go Midwest as well, but I'm going Michigan State. Ah, that was going to be my next pick. Because I believe, I mean, looking just quickly looking at their schedule, they've got three, probably four losses. Easy. They do have Rutgers. That's probably a win. So I'm giving up that game. But I think we're pretty good, looking pretty good at four losses for Michigan State the rest of the year. Give me Michigan State. Like how you immediately jumped into we. I think we're looking pretty good. <laughs> They're mine now. Once I once I'm on the bandwagon, I'm on. So let's see. Right. Let's see whose green is worse in college basketball. We see which blue is better. Dustin, let's see which green is worse. My <laughs> my Baylor green or your Michigan State. <laughs> the best part about this is it's going to force me to pay attention to these games now. Oh, I know. So. <laughs> All right, uh, are we going back? I say do snake order. All right. Ooh. So you're going to put me right back on it. Mm-hmm. All right. Like fantasy um, football. Uh, the clock has started, huh? I So this, this is where I'm going to go. I'm going to stick in, you know, we were just talking about Texas A&M. I'm going to stick in the Midwest again. And I'm going to give a little context here. I'm going to go Northwestern. And the, re- the reason I'm going to go to Northwestern is not because they're awful. Historically, if you look over Pat Fitzgerald's year or years coaching, even years are good years. I know that sounds silly, but it's true. And then when they have bad years, he always bounces back. They had a really bad year last year. Everyone expected them to bounce back and have a good year this year. 
So they're definitely disappointing. But if we're looking at their schedule, probably another three or four losses easy. And losses. Iowa, Minnesota, ranked Illinois, Ohio State, and Purdue. I don't know. Iowa's pretty – they can't score. But, <laughs> you know, but maybe – I guess neither can uh, neither can Northwestern. So, going Northwestern, I'm sticking in the Big Ten – or wait, Conference for Rutgers, excuse me. Um, <laughs> since they're – since it's such an awful place, I'll pick the awful teams there. Going back, Angle, what you got? So, I am going, I was going to pick Wisconsin, but for some weird reason, unless my internet is not cooperating, they only have two games left, and that doesn't seem to make any sense. So, I'm not going to go with Wisconsin, because I think Google's being weird. I'm going with Arkansas. Here's why. Arkansas plays Auburn, LSU, uh, Missouri. Liberty, who we know is one of the most dangerous schools in the country, and then Ole Miss. I think they lose to Ole Miss, LSU, have the potential to lose to Auburn, and who knows if Liberty gets up for that Arkansas game. So I'm going to go Arkansas. All right. Logan? I'm keeping it in the Big 12. Give me the Mountaineers from West Virginia. West Virginia has at least (laughs) three losses left on the schedule. They got TCU. Kansas State and Oklahoma State left on the schedule. And then their other games are not going to be easy ones for that squad with Iowa State and Oklahoma. So, regardless, the Oklahoma-West Virginia matchup, I get a win there. (laughs) By win, you mean a loss. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, got that that going. I like the guy who got mad because he wanted to root against his rival. Yeah, I mean, and and it's 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 a good pick, frankly. But uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of Big Twelve love here. All right, Logan, final pick. Who are you drafting? You mean Morgan? Oh, damn! Just, just trying to skip over my ass as well. Picks <laughs> and skip me. <laughs> well, you were skipping Hell, people going. earlier. <laughs> You're right. Um, I'm going to go all the way out west to the uh, the fun-loving pack four, five, what, what, what are they now? They got three teams, I guess. I don't know. Who it's knows? the pack fun, I believe. Yeah, these days. Fun. <laughs> fun size. Um, give me Arizona State. I, 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 yeah. That's probably a lot of losses. That is a very solid pick. <laughs> What's that, Ryan? That is a very solid pick. I was not going to advertise that I want to know. <laughs> well, you people took my schools, so I'm, yeah. Well, Morgan, because I because <laughs> I tried to skip you, I'm going to let you go back to back. <laughs> and go ahead and pull another one off the board. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so many good ones, man. You know? I could go Miami, but it is Miami. They can squeak out a couple of wins at the end and piss me off um, like they always do. What are we – now, remind me, we're not, we're not allowed to go to, like, the shitty, shitty conferences, are we? You, like the, you can throw out somebody, and we can shoot it down. I mean, but 
my point always was you can't go say like I thought Vandy or UConn or somebody like that was going to be real good. It has <laughs> to be someone whose expectation was they were going to be better this year, Take and then liberty. they disappointed. Take liberty. <laughs> there you go. So in other words, I can't take ECU because we knew they were going to be no one expected them to be good. So <laughs> we probably should keep it power five. Yeah. <laughs> a little easier uh, to keep track. Good, you know, good, good teams, not shitty teams like ECU and their shitty conference. Um power six conference, you mean. I just spent all the weekend at an American conference thing. It's fucking everywhere. P6, P6. Oh. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. No thanks at all. Enjoy your trick-or-treating in downtown. <laughs> um, give, me, give me Iowa. All right. All right. I'll go Iowa, man. They can't, I, they I, can't I, score. So, they can, and they 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 were supposed to be a better team this year. I will say that, and they, just, uh, yeah. This and hey, the benefit of this is this creates a matchup for us, guys. Like I'm going to care about the Iowa Northwestern game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Iowa can't score because Kurt Ferentz won't fire his son, who is the offensive coordinator. Hmm. So, so conflict of interest. Well, so. So you're telling me once again there's a coach who won't get rid of his coordinators who aren't good, and then he's going to lose his job because he's so loyal to his coordinators. Sounds sounds very, like a common very, theme across football. That, that sounds like a very. I sounds so fucking familiar. Why can't I think of what, who that sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> because it's the Patriots. Keep moving. <laughs> All right, Logan. Who you got for your third pick? They came in at number 13 in the preseason AP. Give me the North Carolina State Wolfpack. This is the ultimate fade of any type of pick you can make. We've got two guaranteed losses left on the schedule. We're going to get skull dragged by Wake Forest and UNC. We've got toss-up games against BC and Louisville. And we, I think we barely eke by Virginia Tech um, at home coming off a bye week. But it wouldn't surprise me to see them go one and four to end out oh. the last five weeks. So, you know, if if they lose, at least I get something out of them losing. If they win, <laughs> the hell with this game, Wolfpack win. It's a win-win that's, for you, man. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Angle, third pick. What you got? Easy. Notre Dame. Surprise, they're still there. They play Syracuse ranked. Then they play Navy, who always plays them a little oh. bit then they play uh-huh. USC. Then they play a ranked Scotty McCreary's ranked with Wake Forest, by the way, Scotty McCreary's. Then they play Clemson. Oof. And then they play for the Golden Shillelagh or whatever they call it up in up in uh, South Bend against Boston College. That's, Dude, they could they could go they could go winless. That's at least three losses to Syracuse, USC, and Clemson. Navy, that's a coin flip. Uh, maybe there'll be some weather. And then that Boston College Notre Dame game. I mean, they're both bad. So, Ooh, that's fair. All right. Yeah, I, I tempted. I tempted with the Notre Dame one, but you know, I guess I just kept thinking it, it is Irish. They they could bounce back. But after you rattled off that schedule, I got more thinking about it. Like, yeah, that that's a good pick. Yeah. Well, I was hoping they were going to be left because they were going to be my last pick, but now they're not. <laughs> All right, so essentially on the original list, because I didn't really, 
I'm not going to dip my toe in the rest of the pool. A&M and the U are left. And I got to choose between A&M and U. You got teams like, so on our original list in America, we had teams like Pitt and Wisconsin, Houston, just people like that. But you look at like a Pitt, they could win any game that they play the rest of the year. You know, who knows? But except A&M, for the Carolina game. <laughs> except for the Carolina game. Carolina's got that right. on the back. Right. So, <laughs> also, uh, if we're going to play it back when Carolina goes like, it's like three losses and then doesn't win the Coastal this year when he's like, oh, yeah, they're going to cruise right to it. Um, and then, Angle, and then you more or less said that a few minutes ago. And then lose to South Carolina. And then they lose to South Carolina again in the bowl game. <laughs> I South feel Carolina. the death stamp. South Carolina's not going to make the Orange Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to A&M because of the dysfunction that I've been seeing whispers and stories okay. about. And it doesn't hurt that they play in the SEC, so it's going to be tough, but the thing when I put up their schedule the thing that kind of threw me back, I was like they play UMass. <laughs> the next to the last game of the year. So I'm like, Oof. well that's a win. So, so let's review who's got what. I'll uh, I'll start with Angle. You got Notre Dame, you got Baylor, and you got Arkansas. All right, not too bad. I've got Texas A and M, Michigan State, and Northwestern. Even though it's an even year, um, watch them do well the rest of the year. Logan, you've got Oklahoma. Your Wolfpack and West Virginia, solid picks. Morgan, Arizona State, Iowa, and Virginia Tech. Man, that might be the trifecta. Um, <laughs> so what we'll do, America, is we'll keep up with this. We'll, we won't bore you necessarily week to week like we try to do with minor league baseball. Um, but we'll give you a, yeah, we'll give you updates about where we're at, and we'll definitely talk to each other over text about it. Uh, if there's any fun uh, games we can include in Pick'em, we'll do that. We'll um, crossover a segment. Can't wait till we're done. Arkansas versus Iowa for Pick'em. That'll really <laughs> the listenership up. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to win if we're losing. <laughs> Basically. So, uh, most disappointing college football teams in America brought to you by Miser One Records. Let's go. Be interesting to see who is the biggest loser. <laughs> All right. Moving into Morgan's cancel corner. Is he going to cancel Barney, Bluey, Bills you have as an adult or just a nation full of squibs that we apparently have been raising? Morgan, what you got for us this week? Wow. It's, it's great to be back in this horrible world. And I'm here to cancel <laughs> something. It could be, it could be. Mail, it could be bills, it could be you. Who knows? It's a beautiful thing. So, with that said, it's now time for another rousing episode of Morgan's Cancelled Corner. Cancelled. So, with that said, I was uh, having a fun day today and realized I had to pay my fucking bills. Not just one, 
but a bunch. I'd be getting paid last week. I was sitting pretty happy, nice and like, ah, we got some money, save it up. No, no, this bill, plus that bill, plus this bill, electric bill, water bill. Everybody just wants your damn money, man. So everybody wants a piece you know, of your ass. Exactly, man. So I started thinking about like the movie Office Space, where the guy was just like, you know what? I don't like going to work. No, I'm not going to go anymore. And then Jennifer Aniston's character is like, well, how are you going to play pay your bills? And he replies with, you know what? I didn't very much like paying those either. I don't think I'm going to pay those anymore as well. <laughs> so <laughs> with that said, I'm canceling all bills. Fuck them all, man. You damn, you damn rent. Gone. Gas bill, kiss my ass. Electric <laughs> bill, try and shut my lights off. I dare you. <laughs> State uh, card tax bill, come at me. I'll, 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 I'll move and not update my address. Come try and take the car. <laughs> car payment, same, same, same with the car payment. When I move, you ain't gonna know where I moved to. You should come try and try and take it. I dare you. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so, Bills, you are canceled. Find, you know, find some do better for our money. Like, pick some football teams to go watch lose. There you go. <laughs> so, with that said, bills are canceled. And uh, thank you for tuning in for another amazing episode of Morgan's Canceled Corner. Hell yeah, Morgan. I think you could run for office on that platform. The rent's too damn high. <laughs> I wasn't going to touch that one with a 10-foot pole. I was going to say, there's there's a bill out there that I think's already been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. All right, well, for this episode of Miserable and Reckless, I'm Logan, sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars. Great review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Stitcher. Check out the website, miserable-reckless.com, because we will see you next time. Unless we're canceled. Ha, <laughs>